The Veritas Radio Network is guaranteed the right to offend, annoy, agitate, shout heresy, and entertain. You should start programming right now. Kind of like the cultural sewage served up on Bravo or CMT, only it's on 24 hours a day, except Sundays. When the truth gets you angry and you throw your smartphone, remember, no one is forcing you to listen to the truth on the Veritas Radio Network. You can't handle the truth. You're doing that of your own free will. That's what makes this country great and any gay marriage pointless. That's offensive. So there isn't much you can do about it, Chotterhead. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Grab a book, take a vow, and conform your mind to reality. Otherwise, you're just another Judas-inspired Karl Marx wannabe. And your children will steal your credit card number to buy tickets to the Miley Cyrus Twerkers Ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. Are you ready? Let's get it on. On the Veritas Radio Network's Crusade. and Mark Presley's voice? Good grief! I heard the agony in a lot of you people's voices yesterday. Mike, everybody filed their taxes yesterday. They're all miserable. Uh, not everybody. Uh, I'm a conscientious objector. I'm going to file for an extension, but I didn't file taxes yet. Oh, but folks, boy, are we going to talk about taxes today. It's the Mike Church Show here on the Veritas Radio Network. Crusade Channel, Xing the question of the day. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Well, I'll tell you. Can't blame this one on Obama. In order to ensure the security and continuing stability... The Republic will be reorganized into the first Galactic Empire!
Okay, hell is here. <laughs> it's tax day 2016. If you'd like to be part of the program today, it is easy to do. Call 844-527-8723. It's 844-5-CRUSADE. Email, email me directly. My email address, same as it ever was, kingdude, K-I-N-G-D-U-D-E, at mikechurch.com. Fish website for all things moi's online at mikechurch.com. Find today's pile of prep. Freshly mended, a brand new Veritas at Sapiendia. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about that in just a second here. Uh, I, I've got a post from the weekend, or a uh, F, 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 A, from the weekend in response to, as a matter of fact, I, me I meant to go over and go check that out, and I will just a moment here, in response to some silliness and uh, more anti-Catholic bigotry being posted or being published by the New York Times. So that's all on the site at MikeChurch.com. And you can follow us on the Facebook, Mike Church Show fan page, on the Twitter, at The King Dude. Let me give you the Veritas addresses on Facebook. Please like the page. Uh, there's a hundred and some uh, new likes last week for Veritas Radio Network uh, page. By the way, we've got a brand new meme out today that you can use in your advertising if you've become a Veritas Radio Network uh, affiliate. And I cannot imagine why there aren't already a thousand affiliates. It don't cost nothing. If somebody clicks a link that you have on your page with your ID and they sign up for a yearly Founders Pass, you make 25 bucks. Or 20 bucks is 25% of the cut. And all you had to do was post a link. That is a healthy, healthy, healthy. You make 20, 25% uh, or 20% off a founding brother. 15, uh, no, wait. 25% off a founding brother. 20% off a founding father, and 15% off a crusader. That's 170 smackaroos. Uh, you also get a flat fee for signing up a, a monthly and a flat fee for signing up a founding brother monthly. So uh, please, become an affiliate today. It's on the site at veritasradionetwork.com. Take you about five minutes to set it up. Um, brand new meme listed out today. Uh, I'm going to tell you all about it. Patrick J. Buchanan, Republican the way it should be. A meme that is free of charge, don't cost nothing. You can download the very high-resolution image and forward it around, post it, paste it, whatever you wish to do. Uh, you'll find it at VeritasRadioNetwork.com. Also, I will add it to your banner ad uh, options. If you are an affiliate, a Veritas Radio Network affiliate, and you're trying to sell, uh, assist us by selling memberships, You'll be able to use the brand new Patrick J. Buchanan Republican the way it should be meme, and uh, send that out to, to friends and family, and just uh, just post the meme. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to release one more later on today. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You'll have to go back and refresh the website. So, folks, today is the 18th of April, 18 April, 2016. What a date which shall live in infamy. Did I program? Uh, I think I did. A date which shall live in infamy. <laughs> I'd like to do a couple of things here for you uh, on tax day. And by the way, welcome to our YouTube audience. You know if you're watching this on YouTube that this studio, Studio D, is sponsored by our title sponsor, Bulldog Kia at 855-BULLDOG. That's their telephone number. 855-BULLDOG, and at bulldogkia.com, 
If you're looking for the best deal in North America on a new or used Kia, you're not going to find a better deal than at Bulldog Kia. Go to BulldogKia.com or give them a call, 855-BULLDOG. We'll see you at Bulldog Kia, and you tell them that Mike Church sent you. I'd like to show you a headline or the headline from today's New Orleans Advocate newspaper. Well, it reminds me. Let me turn the desktop presenter on here so that uh, young Christopher and I can share screens. The um, headline is should be shocking. It should chasing anyone that's considering moving to the Crescent City. It should scare the bejesus belt out of people that currently live there. And uh, it should cause an uproar and an uprising of sorts against the status quo mayor, the feckless, heartless, nearly soulless Mitch Landrew, another alleged Roman Catholic that does not practice his Catholicism in his politics. Got he, in other words, he has the order inverted incorrect. Uh, his order is upside down. What comes first? Democrat Party debauchery and corruption. And then, heck, I don't even know if Christianity figures in what Landrew does. But I'd like to show you the headline here. New Orleans Advocate newspaper delivered to my driveway this morning, Monday, a April 18, 2016. Here's the headline. Rap videos take center stage in broad New Orleans gang murder case. And subheadline in quotation marks is, I'm not going to lie. They put my life in danger. Here's the, uh, here's the newspaper. And uh, you can see uh, the headline is right here. See the headline right there. And then if we flip the headline, then we will get... Every, every time I walk outside, I don't know if somebody's going to blow my head off. Now, think about this. This is the signature newspaper of the city of New Orleans, and that is the Monday morning headline. What in the wide, wide world of sports has happened to America? Let me read that to you again. Every time I go, I walk outside, I don't know if somebody's going to blow my head off. But don't worry, just elect Ted Cruz and all will be right with the world. Don't worry, elect Donald Trump or Hillary or Byrne and all will be right with the world. We can fix all this with them. Miniature, miniature, if we were to elect the right amount of Republican miniature, you would see Scott Brown would do it. Here, I'd like to read you the pyramid. That's the, the introductory paragraph to the, uh, to the piece by John Silverman, or Simmerman. The first of the videos featuring well-known New Orleans rapper Curtis Kid Kid Stewart and another local voice, Quincy Q.P. Briggs. It starts at 2nd and South Prior Streets, bouncing between street corners day and night. Uh, at each scene, the rappers are flanked by other young men. Some of them accused or now admitted members of the 39ers gang. One man in the video sports a T-shirt reading, 3NG, we the best team 39ers, as the two rappers take turns. Federal prosecutors say the gang blamed for a dozen murders and a 45-count indictment. Now, I want to know, by the way, 
Well, actually, I do know. I can explain it to you. But why are federal prosecutors indicting local rappers for murdering people? To show you how far America has fallen from the Little R Republican or fallen off the Little R Republican rails, it doesn't get any further from the rails than that. This is a, these are murders that happen in parks. You get updates every day. If you, if you have uh, push notifi- uh, notifications from NOLA.com, which is where the trash, the fish wrap newspaper in New Orleans, that's Times Picayune comes from, or from the New Orleans Advocate here, You'll get push notifications, and your phone will go off uh, once or twice a week, and you'll and you'll be regaled with the news that in the city of New Orleans, the city of my, the place of my birth, and probably some of you listening right now to this radio broadcast, there has been a multiple homicide, and it's always the same situation, or usually the same situation. It involves young men under the age of th- uh, over the age of ten. That's right, ten. Notice I didn't say 18, over the age of 10 and below the age of 30, involved in multiple homicide slayings, gang wars, gang fights, you name it. The city of New Orleans has turned into a war zone like many inner cities like Baltimore, like Ferguson, and like the outskirts of St. Louis, like Los Angeles, like Chicago, and so many other places. Has it ever occurred to, uh, and I have to tread lightly with kid gloves here, but has it ever occurred to you? I, I got to tell you a story. You want a story? I got a story. Let me tell you a story. Yesterday, Mrs. Church and I were tooling along on the way home from Sunday Mass at St. Jane de Chantal Parish, where I sat in the pews right behind young Christopher and his family yesterday. <laughs> I always ask Christopher, dude, were you at Mass yesterday? Mr. Mike, you're so deep in prayer, you don't even know if you're there. Yes, I was there. That's what he usually tells me. <laughs> I walk right past you. You didn't even see me. Uh, <laughs> but I did see young Christopher seated in front of me. Uh, on the way home yesterday, uh, I, 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 I noticed certain things, folks, about life in modern market. That reminds me, that reminds me. Hey, Christopher, do me a favor. Hop on, or, uh, or Maggie O'Connell, one of you two, hop on the, uh, the Atlantic magazine website, Atlantic.com, and see if you can find that story I was going to do last week about how insane it is that we have this automobile culture in America, please. Uh, I, I meant to, to, to print that out last week, uh, last week and I forgot to because I wanted to go over it. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> Atlantic. Yeah, yeah Atlantic. Uh, we, were, uh, we, we, we were on our way home, and uh, I was going to take the exit off the Interstate 12. to. Uh, I was actually going to take the long way home. Sunday drive on a Sunday. Ha! Imagine that. <laughs> And uh, there was a guy that was tailgating me the whole way to the, the last two miles to get to the exit. So I started tapping my brakes going like, hey, man, slow your roll, dude. You're not in your car on a Sunday afternoon. Where are you in such a hurry to? And why are you threatening bodily harm against everyone that's on this interstate by driving so close to my rear bumper? So anyways, he finally got off his phone and backed off. But as soon as we got to the exit, and the exit makes a, uh, it's a one-lane exit, but when you get to a certain point of it, it splits into two. 
As soon before we even got to where the split was, he was on the uh, on the warning track, if you will, on the service road, and was going seventy miles an hour around me as I was slowing down to get to a stoplight. When he passed me, he had one of those little stickers. And by the way, a desktop presenter is on if we need to use it. When he passed me, had uh, one of those stickers that are so popular in the back uh, window of pickup truck today. I had never seen this one before. You know what the sticker was? I, I recognized a weapon immediately. It was an AK-47 or, or some kind of a uh, what looked like a semi-automatic assault weapon. And it said, uh, and the caption, one was big, is about a foot wide, and the caption said, Assault Life. Assault Life. Semi-automatic weapon, Assault Life. Michael Brendan Doherty has written about this at the week. There are others uh, that have written about this. And, of course, if you write about this or talk about it, you immediately get branded as some kind of a sissy or some kind of a pansy or some kind of a uh, gun grabber or some kind of a socialist or some kind of Bernie Sanders fan or whatever the case may be. And that is that this gun culture that we have is really, really perverse. It is almost as though we have elevated the weapon that can fire bullets to the state of a graven image, an idol, if you will. It is canonized. And let's think about it as, it, as uh, in regards to the Marican civil religion, which we do have. Marica is now a civil religion. Marcanism, the heresy of Marcanism is now part of it is a religion. It has its own sacraments, it has its own monuments, it has its own temp about temples, rather. It has its own creed. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Let me put my hand over my heart. Let's sing the Tar Bangle Banner now. Uh, another one of its sacraments is the sacrament of the Second Amendment. It's the sacrament of everybody packing a weapon. It's the sacrament of everyone worshiping weapons, posting photographs of them. You have women that appear half-naked with guns drawn. Oh, but that's fine, but we're all conservatives here with our half-naked wives showing half or most of what the Lord blessed them with at birth. But it's okay, because it's an assault weapon. Really? Oh, but we're going to fix it all by electing a Second Amendment favoring candidate. Oh, sure we are. Murder rates are through the roof. Well, Mike, actually, murder rates are not as bad as... Well, you neglect that in the 1970s and the 1980s as the results of feminism and as a result of the intentional uh, campaign to disintegrate the Moroccan family began to actually bear sick, twisted, diabolical fruit. Murder rates in major cities erupted. Uh, people seem to, 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 for, to forget. Three strikes in your outlaws were not passed in 2001 or 2011. Three strikes in your outlaws were passed in California in 1991 at the, after an entire decade of escalating gun violence and murders. And finally, the people of California, probably one of their last gasp efforts, well, no, because they passed Proposition 8, 
in one of their last gas efforts, efforts to remain a civilized and a hospitable people, passed three strikes and you're out. Their legislature passed three strikes and three strikes and you're out. And the governor, I'm trying to remember who the governor was at the time, uh, signed it into law. This is again after decades of escalating murder rates in major cities. So this is nothing new here, but folks. When we look at all the, when we look at the, the things, the, the violent acts that are going on in other countries, we sit there and we cry into our, or some people sit there and cry into their weak tea. Some deep people sit there and cry into their Budweiser and bemoan the state of affairs and other, wow, we're just, we're just fortunate we don't live there. Where? <laughs> Where are you fortunate that you don't live? Serbia? Where are you fortunate that you don't live? Siberia? Where are you fortunate that you don't live? Syria? Libya? One of the places that's been ruined by American exceptionalisms? Forays into undeclared wars and political leadership assassinations and insertions of puppet governments? Folks, <clears throat> Kreslins talks about this every day on his show. I talk about it every day on this show. We are citizens of the most corrupt and vile, allegedly holy government in the history of allegedly holy governments that are vile and corrupt. We cannot and must not render to it, and we cannot and must not grant it validity and grant it approbation. If we do, then we become part of it. Even if it's just tangible, Mike, they can't be appealed. We can't help that we're citizens. We can't help that we're born here. That, that, that. Well, yes, you can. Remember, our project, your project, my, our little, our Republican remnant project should be finding a way to separate from that monstrosity. And we do this by withdrawing our consent everywhere where it's possible and by establishing our own local charters. Some people say that, well, how do you do that? Mr. Church, please, they're just going to send the army and they're going to shoot everybody. Oh, that's a great response of a wonderful free people, isn't it? They're going to mobilize an army and they're going to stormtrooper. Uh, they're going to send stormtroopers into the little parish of St. Tammany, Louisiana. And they're going to start killing us, right? What a wonderful, great, free country those soldiers who were going to shoot people because they seceded must belong to. Gee, I think I want to move there. 844-527-8723. This is a headline, and I'm showing you right now on the YouTube, if you're watching this on the YouTube feed. This is a headline from an American newspaper. This does not come from Serbia. It does not come from Syria or Libya. That is a headline. I don't know if I walk up outside of my house that someone's going to blow my head off. If that does not rock your socks, I would like to know what would rock your socks. There is something terribly wrong today, and it has nothing to do with, well, it does have something to do with, it has little to do with the 2016 election can't be fixed at the ballot box. It cannot be fixed by an election unless there is a local election where people decide or, 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 or people band together and decide that they are actually going to separate. Then maybe it has something to do with it. 
But it's a sad state of affairs, isn't it? I'm not going to put my life, I'm not going to lie, they put my life in danger. There are headlines like this in every major newspaper in every, every city in North America. Now think about this. American exceptionalism? Are you freaking kidding? Is this what you want to export to Syria? Is this our calling card to the rest of the world? If it is, we're in bigger, we're in more trouble than I thought we were in. I just wanted to start the program off with that because that's a local story, and I bet many of you can share similar local stories and probably have thought similarly about major cities that you live near. Meanwhile, we have this uh, alleged election contest going on, and what's one of the things that we're told? That if we're going to bring back American exceptionalism and American uh, economics and American manufacturing, then uh, the, uh, the centers from where this, uh, this, expl this uh, explosion of new economic uh, activity is going to occur is going to be in major cities. Why? <laughs> so, so in other words, to bring the economy back, you have to agree to risk your life to go to work every day? I was telling Mrs. Church when we were driving home and we're being tailgated by this maniac living his assault life yesterday, I was telling her on the way home, that the guest that David Simpson had on the True Money Show two weeks ago has really started to affect my thinking. Joel Salatin of uh, Polyface Farms. And, and I told her, I said, I don't know if you listened to this, but the guy made imminent common sense. I mean, he was, he was talking to me. He was talking directly to, to, to my soul, I think. I'm listening to this because I listened to the rebroadcast when I was here working on the affiliate uh, page on Friday. And I heard it again, and I went, wow, that, that makes way too much sense. People, we should be going back and getting about the business of learning how to care for and prepare. Uh, prepare ourselves for the worst. If there was an interruption in economic activity, if there was an interruption in transportation, imagine what would happen to your and my food supply. No matter where you live, you got a three-day supply. Now think about this. This after, when you file your taxes today, you're going to send hundreds upon hundreds of billions of dollars to Mordor and the Potomac River to keep it in subsidy business. Where is an awful lot of this money going to go? It's going to go into subsidizing crops, subsidizing sugar here in Louisiana, subsidizing corn up in Iowa and other states, subsidizing wheat, subsidizing soybeans, subsidizing things to tell people not to grow certain crops. In other words, we're gonna, we're, we are taxed partially to drive the cost of our own food up. This makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Why would people that claim sanity do something like this? Yet you had this mad frenetic rush yesterday. Let me get on the internet and go to TurboTax.com before Uncle Sam comes knocking on my door and arrests me. Again, this is a government that people fear so tremendously and so palpably that they take time, days, maybe weeks out of their year to file an accounting of what they did with their own money? That's a condition of citizenship? You can count me out. What kind of a citizen, what kind of a citizen lives in what kind of a country if that is a precondition for citizenship? 
I think I'd rather live under a king. I think I would rather have taxation without representation. Do you know what the headline of today's pile of prep is? Hey, Marika, how's taxation with representation working out for you? This is insane. So a couple of things um, uh, that I'd like to discuss with you today on this subject and others. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to tell you that uh, at MikeChurch.com in the Founders Trading Post, at MikeChurch.com if you were to sign up for a membership there, but I'm trying to get you people, and many of you are now, to go to VeritasRadioNetwork.com. You may have noticed we've done it. We, we have been working tirelessly on the website at VeritasRadioNetwork.com for the affiliate program. We're now integrating the audio that you want into podcast form so that when you go to the site, you don't have to go to the founder's player. That's our goal. And so we don't have to use the player since most of you hated it anyways. You'll be able to go to individual episodes by day of this show, individual episodes by day of the Kreslin show, and individual episodes by week of Conquest with Brother Andre Marie, True Money with David Simpson, My Story of America, Reverse Deception, etc., etc. Constitution Hour. And you'll be able to get your downloads right there on the site. Not only that, I'm going to tell you Founders Past members that know how to use RSS feeds, guess what's coming your way? A RSS feed that will have member-only content. So all you got to do is, is click and sign up for it one time, and those files will be delivered to your iTunes box or your Windows Media Player or whatever other device it is that you're using to uh, playback RSS feed and files. How cool is that? That's all coming. As a matter of fact, it's only days away from us implementing it. As a matter of fact, it actually is already there. We just haven't organized all the files and put them in the right place yet. But we don't take PayPal. PayPal is gone. It gone. It dead. D-E-D dead. No PayPal. We have abandoned PayPal. Did you, 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 did you see? Somebody sent me this story. Uh, where did I see it? Wait a minute. I've got today's pile of print. Talk about a sick, twisted. Here's a headline. CEO with Indie Ties makes $33.4 million. $33.4 million. But don't worry. We have free market capitalism here. Actually, what we have is a disgusting system of usury that does not exist for your benefit or my benefit, but it does exist for the benefit of the elite in the top 10%. And boy, howdy, does it exist for them, and boy, howdy, do they take advantage of it. Here, on tax day 2016, how many of you did not and are not going to file today? I am not. I will file an extension, but I am not filing today. How about you? 844-527-8723. Investors didn't see a big pay year last year, uh, payday last year since the stock market was flat, but some CEOs sure did, including Mark Benioff. Now listen to this, who, who now leads Salesforce.com which acquired Indiana or Indianapolis-based exact target. Now, why do I mention this? Well, Salesforce.com is like PayPal. It's one of these big companies that demanded that if LGBTQ rights 
were not extended and were not uh, promoted and were not supported by law and by definition in Indiana that Salesforce was going to withdraw. They're one of the companies that blackmailed or extorted Governor Mike Pence and the Indiana legislature to repeal its own very good RFRA, Religious Freedom uh, Restoration Act. And Salesforce also, Salesforce Inc. also threatened the state of Georgia. If you don't promote, if you pass your stupid religious, uh, religious liberty law, these laws are so watered down. I mean, they're almost meaningless. They're basically resolutions with a little bit of enforcement mechanism should someone actually uh, suffer under, um, should someone actually be forced to bake a cake. I'm going to say this again. If a baker can be forced to bake a cake for people that he does not agree with and has a religious objection or moral objection to in Colorado, why can't Bruce Springsteen be forced to play a concert to people he doesn't like and has a moral objection to in North Carolina? I say they put him in chains, put him in a straitjacket, and haul him and little Stephen Wacko Van Zant down to North Carolina and make him play a concert. How you like me now, Brucey? Folks, these people are profiting off of homosexual and sodomy promotion. It's right here. Uh, let me see if I can get this in the desktop presenter window there for you, Christopher. Hang on a second here. Somebody sent me this story, so I know I've got it in my... Uh, this is it. All right, Christopher, I got it, uh, I've got it pulled up in the uh, desktop presenter window. Eleven current CEOs of Standard & Poor 500 companies, including Felipe Thalman of mega giant Viacom, Mark Benyoff of online sales software maker Salesforce.com, which, again, demanded that Indiana and Georgia stand down in protecting religious liberty and was successful. Meanwhile, their CEO is Captain Usury himself. Roger Iger, media powerhouse Disney, another one. So now we have two of the top five pulling down $30 million a year while promoting perversion, while defending perverts. Mike, you're not allowed to say that anymore. Oh, yes, we are. We make the rules here. On the Veritas Radio Network, they are perverts. I'm going to say this again. Think about this. When, when, when you are tempted to go along with the crowd and save your economic, what good does it profit a man to gain the entire world if it cost him his eternal soul? I paraphrase our Lord. Let me show you this. Uh, L, G, this is how this should look. L, G, B, T, Q. I can add R, S, T, L, N, and E to the end as a gag, but that's that's back to the uh, main uh, YouTube camera. That's what it all looked like. See? See how giant the B is? Mike, why are you obsessing over the B and L, G, B, T, Q? Please, Mr. George, these people are just like us. They just want to have some fun with different body parts inserted in different ways in the same people that look like them of their same gender. What's wrong with that? Well, I'll leave it to your tender, fertile mind to figure out what is unnaturally wrong about that. But why do I highlight the B part? The B part requires 
adultery. It requires what used to be illegal in many states. It requires what is illegal in any state that calls itself Christian, according to the Sixth and the Ninth Commandments. That's why the B part is by, meaning that you have to then cheat. This is assuming that some of these people are married. My telephone number, 844-527-8723. Based on an analysis of data from SP, SN, uh, SAB, Global Market Intelligence B. Intelligence by USA Today of the 418 CEO pay packages reported thus far. Total pay package sums were tallied using the methodology required by the Securities Exchange Commission. But don't worry, there's nothing wrong with wonderful free market capitalism in America. Breaking the $30 million a year barrier was even more rare this year because of the stagnant stock market uh, stalled earnings growth and anemic gains in pension values. I mean, you want to talk about anemic gains? Go ask someone out there across the amber waves of subsidized fuel, of subsidized ethanol. Go ask someone if they got a pay raise last year. Go ask them if they got a COLA. I guarantee you something they did get, increase in health insurance premiums. I guarantee you something else they got here on tax day, 2016. Again, my theme today, house taxation with representation working out for you. Here's something else I guarantee you they got. An increase in automobile insurance premiums. Why do you, do, do you think that it's an accident? You think it's accident, accidental that over the course of the last 10 years, we have seen a doubling, then a tripling, and now a quadrupling of television advertisements, online advertisements, uh, promoting and trying uh, uh, to uh, insinuate that there's actual competition among automobile insurers. Do you think so? You know what the competition is? The competition is to see who can extort or bribe or blackmail the legislature of any state to write rules on insurance that are favorable to it? You know in the state of Louisiana, you can't even go get a driver's license if you don't have an insurance policy. Gee, I wonder whose idea that was. I can't go and get a driver's license if I haven't done business with the Geico Gecko or Flo. How do you like that? If I haven't signed up with David President Palmer from the TV show 24, or if I haven't had my house blown to smithereens by some dude named Mayhem, if I haven't hooked up with one of them, I can't get a driver's license. You have to provide proof of insurance. And then after you provide proof of insurance, you know what they provide you? Proof of rate and premium increase. There's a television ad that's going around right now. I wonder how much the CEO of State Farm made. I wonder how much the CEO of Progressive made last year. There's a, there's a television commercial, a series of television commercials for Liberty Mutual, which alleges that you know if you switch uh, if you switch insurance companies, you get a better rate. No, you don't. You may get a couple of pennies di difference, but they're all regulated by public service uh, 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 public service PSCs, public service commissions in every state. There's very little difference between companies. There may be a slight difference in whether or not you get dropped if you actually had the audacity, the unmitigated gall to try and use your automobile insurance. Well, then you might get dropped. Yes, I have recent experience with this. 
Back to the story. These kinds of paychecks are really out of line, says Eleanor Bloxham, CEO of the Value Alliance, an advisory service for corporate boards and executives. These pay packages are, packages are, are not just out of line with what shareholders are making. They are causing negative effects on the economy. The biggest pay package was uh, awarded to Doman to the tune of $54.2 million. The fiscal two, uh, 2015 pay package was 22% more than the previous years. Shareholders didn't fare nearly as well, with the stock price dropping 44% and net income falling 19% to $2 billion in the same period. Viacom's regulatory filing shows that $17 million of Doman's total pay was from a contract renewal. Doman's pay fell 16%. The filing show Viacom didn't respond to a request for comment. Blah, 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 blah. Large CEO pay packages catch attention, but they might be easier for shareholders to take if they are gaining too. Take Disney's Iger, who was paid $44.9 million last year. That pay package puts the CEO among the best paid, but Disney's stock jumped 16% during the fiscal 2015. Da, 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 da. Spokesman said that 92% of Iger's compensation is linked with financial performance. Disney's net income rose to 12% last fiscal year to $8.4 billion. You might want to ask the question, how is it that companies have grown to the point where they look in size, out of scale, and like governments? How is that possible? When someone comes here, like uh, last week someone came here uh, uh, pimping, uh, fiber optic service from AT&T, I responded with a, uh, with a question. I said, how is it that you guys can manage telephone lines, fiber optic and all this other stuff? Um, I thought AT&T was broken up. I thought you guys <laughs> thought the bells were all split up back in the 80s. But they, all they've done now is reconsolidate. Now, some people think that this is all just fine and dandy and is a function of the market. Folks, Com companies as large as these are, are out of scale. That is not a function of a market. That indicates a disordering. Something somewhere is disordered. <clears throat> I would suggest to you that much of what is disordered is disordered specifically and precisely because of the federal government. The federal government today is the treasure chest that where CEO fortunes are made. Look at health insurance companies. No one would have believed going into uh, 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 the day that President Obama was sworn in that not only would national health care, not only would mandatory health insurance premiums actually become a national fiat, that means uh, at will, uh, but it would also ha happen and would happen with the blessing of business. It would happen with the blessing of the United States Chamber of Commerce, for heaven's sake. How is this possible? It's possible because they paid to play. They, they, they want a seat at the $4 trillion buffet that's going to be divvied up between the two corrupt parties, and they got a seat at the table. What's the old adage? It's better to be seated at the table for the dinner than to be on the menu. Well, guess who's on the menu? Here on tax day 2016, you are. <laughs> I am. We are the main course. We're not appetizers. We're the main course. We're the filet mignon. 844-527-8723 is our telephone number. 
like to ask you to go and purchase a Founders Pass membership today. Go to VeritasRadioNetwork.com. That's VeritasRadioNetwork.com and sign up for a Founders Pass membership today. You can sign up by the month or by the year. Uh, and there are also benefit packages where you can, or bonus uh, uh, donation packages where you could sign up by the year and make a $100 donation. That would make you a founding brother. Sign up by the year and make a $500 contribution. That would make you a founding father level member. Sign up by the year and make uh, the fir- year of the first crusade, 1095, 1095. We have no crusaders yet, by the way. Um, and, and that would make you a crusader. Or you could just sign up $7.99 a month by the month uh, for as little as 23 cents per day. Go to VeritasRadioNetwork.com forward slash join. And for those of you that have been trying to spread the good news and the good word of what it is that we're doing here and have had some success in doing so, you do know that we now have the Veritas Radio Network affiliate program. What does that mean, Mike? That means you go and sign up to become an affiliate and you get a certain unique ID. You get your own account, your own little sub subdirectory website, basically, at MikeChurch.com. We are going to provide you as much material as is possible. An expanding array of banner ads, um, uh, a video instruction, which is coming your way. Uh, Tom Woods has a great uh, ebook out there that you can get on his website. I'm going to ask Tom if I can republish it. Uh, he uses it. It's called How to Make Money on the Internet. And uh, I told people, I said, Tom Woods built the Liberty Classroom and Tom Woods' daily podcast show, Empire, through affiliates and through affiliation and by offering very large, very uh, handsome uh, uh, commissions to sign up new affiliates. That's what we're doing at VeritasRadioNetwork.com. 25% off the top of yearly membership is quite a commission, I would think. And don't call it, the sign-up is free. Don't cost nothing. So go to VeritasRadioNetwork.com. If you click the Veritas tab, you'll see uh, become a uh, Veritas affiliate. And just go uh, fill the form out. Tell us where, you, where and how you want us to send your money. You do have to have a financial account of some sort so that we can pay you, by the way. So check that out today. Uh, 844-527-8723 is our telephone number. Uh, <clears throat> moving on. We're on the same subject. The reason I brought this this up is the people that were, or the companies that were extorting, and again, back to the desktop presenter here, here's the Indy Star newspaper with the uh, CEO of Salesforce, uh, Salesforce Mark Benioff, uh, that were extorting the state of Georgia, state of, that, that now extorting the state of, uh, of North Carolina, um, demanding that they promote policies and laws that have grown, perverted men able to access bathrooms standing next to little girls. As a matter of fact, let me take you back. Here's a flashback for you here on this subject. And by the way, PayPal did the same thing. And uh, this is why we no longer accept PayPal. We have dumped PayPal. We do not accept PayPal any longer. And we're not going to accept PayPal. They don't. If, if 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 that's how they conduct their business, and uh, the PayPal CEO, uh, his inference was, well, guess what? Our employees can't be put into a situation where they don't have equal protection to use restrooms that they want to use. What do you mean that they want to use? Everybody knows what a men's room is, and everybody knows what a women's room is, and everybody, with common sense, 
knows which room they're supposed to go in. Oh, but we haven't become perverted enough. Don't worry, folks. You mark my words. Very soon, NAMBLA, National Association of Man-Boy Love, is going to become part and parcel of these campaigns. Who are we to discriminate against these people that just because they want to extend their love to, uh, to teenagers? This is just another form. You can't tell me what... Oh, come on, Mike. That's not going to happen. Want to bet? Let me take it back to February of this year. Here's a headline. Man strips in women's restroom says transgender rules make it totally legal. Just a few weeks after uh, the Obama administration uh, or after Washington implemented new regulations allowing people to choose their restroom based on their selected gender identity, the the state has encountered its first case of a man using the law to justify his use of the women's restroom. Congratulations, Washington State. You're now exacerbating the situation uh, or exacerbating or uh, exposing your children to perverts. Nice job. According to Seattle television station, KREM, Seattle Parks and Recreation is trying to figure out what to do after a man walked into a women's locker room at a public pool on February the 8th and began undressing. Several women were appalled and summoned staff who told the man he had to leave, but the man said the law was on his side. (coughs) How do you like that? (laughs) How many teenage boys are going to start saying, uh, I I think I have a case of gender identity crisis here. Uh, Yeah, I I think I want to use the girls' bathroom, especially if Stephanie Butler's in there. Stephanie Butler just going, oh, no, no I'm, I'm a chick. I'm pretty sure I'm confused. No, Mike, that's not going to happen. These people, these people need accommodations and love, Mr. Church, and respect. Yes, we should all be in the business of respecting and promoting sodomites. Let's do that. Of respecting and promoting other perversions. Yes, let's do that. How about this? How about we start promoting our children becoming these people? How about that? How long before that? Oh, wait a minute. It already has occurred in New Jersey. It's illegal to send your kid to a sex counselor if they think they're a homosexual. 844-527-8723 is our telephone number here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network. By the way, uh, Latin Mass Magazine is out. I linked to this on the Facebook and Twitter feed, and it's, uh, it's at VeritasRadioNetwork.com. Uh, the feature story in this month, uh, this, uh, bi- uh, bi-monthly edition of the Latin Mass magazine is too conservative for satellite radio. It's uh, Christopher Ferrara's, um, profile of this show and its last two years on the old station in the old country. Uh, uh, I uh, I was given permission by Latin Mass magazine to republish it. The PDF file is at veritasradionetwork.com. You can read it at your leisure. The police were never called, and the unknown man was never arrested. At the end of 2015, Washington's Human Rights Commission implemented a new regulation that guarantees the right of people to choose bathrooms, locker rooms, and similar accommodations based on their gender identity rather than their physical sex. At the time, opponents expressed concerns the law would enable voyeurism. Of course it's going to enable voyeurism, you imbeciles! The perverts that you have created by your sexual revolution and by your destruction 
intentional diabolical destruction of the family and your intentional and diabolical destruction, and, and which continues today apace of the institution, the sacramental institution of marriage, is now bearing fruit. Congratulations. Yay, 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 yay. Allows people to choose bathrooms, locker rooms, and similar accommodations based on their gender identity rather than what their gender actually is. At the time, opponents expressed law that the voyeurism uh, would become, uh, uh, and it would make people uncomfortable. Uh, here's some of the signs that were read during the protest. And I assume PayPal and Salesforce are all behind because PayPal is out of the state of Washington, I believe. No peeping, just peeing. <laughs> That's a sign at the rally to pass the bill. No peeping, just peeing. Well, if it's just peeing, why can't you do it in the bathroom you've been going to your entire life? <laughs> Doctor, I need help. <laughs> I can't see you. Yes, uh, patient X, what seems to... I'm sorry, yes, patient triple uh, XQ, what uh, what seems to be the problem here? <laughs> I'm depressed because I have to use the men's room. Well, patient triple XQ, you are a man. No, I'm not! <laughs> this stuff would be satire 10 years ago. We'd be laughing about this. It'd be an Onion newspaper headline. But it's real today. The incident highlights issue, ongoing issues with the implementation of new regulations. Seattle Parks and Recreation spokesman David Takami told KREM that no specific policies exist for how park staff are supposed to verify a person's gender identity. I have a look, if they're so proud of the fact that they've changed their gender, hey, what's the big deal? And why do you need to identify the gender anyways if it doesn't matter? What difference does it make? 844-527-8723. I'd like to tell you about our friends at Buck Steel and at BuckSteel.com. We're building the future of talk radio here. And meanwhile, our friends at Buck Steel are building the future of steel buildings. Now, let me tell you a little bit about steel buildings. They're less expensive to erect than brick and mortar buildings. And they come in all manner of shapes, all manner of sizes. And here's the best part. Buck Steel has been making these buildings, steel buildings, for 30 years. They have three decades of experience. And they are also a family-owned and operated business, meaning they are traditional. So if you're in a market or maybe in the market in the future or know someone that's in a market for a steel building, for a retail shopping center, your business, maybe a barn that you're going to add on uh, or some kind of a storage for a, uh, for a tractor or a mobile home or something of that sort on your property, why not do business with those who do business with us and give our friends at Buck Steel a call? Call 866-595-2381. That's 866-595-2381 or visit BuckSteel.com. Buck Steel and the Crusade Channel, building the future with integrity. All right. Now we got a great sale today on tax day. By the way, our theme today is house taxation with representation working out for you.
Here is uh, John Taylor, Caroline County, uh, argument respecting the constitutionality of the carriage tax. This is the first book that we actually published uh, back in 2000, what was it, 2010? Should the copyright date should be in here somewhere. Uh, da, 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 da. 2013, one of the first books. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't promote this book very often. It's, it comes in pamphlet form, actually. Uh, I should. This is, the title is John Taylor, An Argument Respecting the Constitutionality of the Carriage Tax. Uh, this is the best treatise ever written about Congress's very limited power to tax. Let me repeat that. This is the best treatise ever written or orated, and it was oral remarks delivered to the Supreme Court in 1794, about Congress's very limited power to tax. Congress has a very limited power. Of course, they don't obey it because oh, that would require constitutionalism. <laughs> constitutionalism? What's that? Yeah, it's exactly right. Uh, it is 50% off today in the Founders Training Post, and you can get the audiobook edition for a buck ninety-nine. So get the book at 50% off. And uh, get the audiobook edition, uh, which was read by yours truly, for a mere $1.99. That's a savings of almost 15 bucks. It's a great little pamphlet, uh, and you can read it. It has an introduction. Actually, um, uh, the imp uh, imprimatur is written by uh, Professor Dr. Kevin Goodsman. It has an introduction of the case. And, and if you don't know, um, John Taylor, Caroline County, uh, one of my favorite founding fathers, he and Patrick Henry, uh, John Taylor, Caroline County was, as Professor Dr. Kevin Gutzman calls him, the brains of the operation. He was the uh, most little R Republican thinker of Madison Jefferson and the Virginia Brain Trust uh, shortly after the revolution at the, the time of the Constitution's ratification and in the early debates and struggles over trying to maintain a very limited constitutional government system, which... The Congress failed miserably at. Of course, that was only exacerbated by St. Lincoln and then uh, totally crushed by President Wilson. It's gone. It's over. There hasn't been a constitutional America since uh, around the turn of the last century. Uh, but you can read Taylor's argument here, and this is fascinating. You won't believe this. You won't believe what it was that was argued in the Supreme Court in 1794 by John Taylor. Now, what was his argument? His argument was that, look, if you let if, if you let them get away with taxing carriages, it won't be long, and they'll be taxing everything that moves. And uh, Mr. Wickham, the Attorney General of the United States, that, that, that argued the, the case for the feds, said, no, that's not going to happen, that couldn't happen, da-da-da, blah-blah-blah, it's a very limited power, and, and Taylor said, no, you're making a mistake. You're treating, this, uh, you're treating this power to tax as a direct or an indirect tax. You can't do that, and you mustn't do that. Uh, I'm going to read you part of, of Taylor's argument when we come back here, but get the book half off today in the Founders Trading Post. Go to MikeChurch.com forward slash shop, and you can also get the the, uh, the audio book as well. We're also running a special today. Why not get Washington Irving's Life of Washington book at half off today, too, in the Founders Trading Post at MikeChurch.com. All right, we'll take our time out. 
844-527-8723 is our telephone number. This is the Mike Church Show here, part of, on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be. Brother Mike Church presents Flashback Sinful Things That Were Happening 20 Years Ago Jurassic Park The Remake of Godzilla and the Beginning of Don't Ask, Don't Tell Are either of you uh, homosexuals? You mean like flaming or... No, we're not homosexual, but we are willing to learn. Let's hope and pray no one will ever confess those sins again. The Mike Church Show, preaching and teaching from his abbey while living here in the present on the Veritas Radio Network's crusade. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Greed clarifies, cuts through, and captures the essence of the evolutionary spirit. Greed in all of its forms. Greed for life, for money, for love, knowledge, has marked the upward surge of mankind. And greed, you mark my words, will not only save Teldar paper, but that other malfunctioning corporation called the USA. Thank you very much. Marcus Aurelius, Dudas Moritus, Maximus Augustine. The Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, here on a Monday. Our telephone number, if you'd like to be on the program today, here on House Taxation with representation working out for you. 844-527-8723. Don't worry, though. Don't feel pressured to pick the phone up and make the phone call. As a matter of fact, Mark Kreslins was shut out today in the phone call derby. So I suppose that that means, boy, I tried to, I had several several guests in mind that we wanted to have on today and uh, just could not make the connection with any of them. Uh, meaning that they're probably all going to want to come on now tomorrow. 844-527-8723 is our telephone number. I'd like to read you a portion of John Taylor of Caroline County's argument respecting the constitutionality of the carriage tax. This is today's Veritas at Sapientia. Uh, as a matter of fact, young Christopher, I believe that Maggie O'Connell sent me the link to this. Uh, you can go desktop presenter and uh, pull the uh, carriage tax argument. Well, you know what? I have the PDF file open. All that, all that, all that. There it is right there. All right. Introduction to an argument respecting the carriage tax. What's that? You got it? Okay. Now, if you don't know what this case is, let me let me let me set this up here on taxation with representation horror day. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, in 1794, Congress passed a act uh, taxing carriages. It just so happened that the biggest carriage manufacturer in the then nascent United States was located in Virginia. It was owned by a man whose last name was Hilton, H-Y-L-T-O-N. Now, if I'm boring you with all this history and founding Father Mishmash, I know I'm not Ted Cruz here, uh, just let me know. And I'll stop it immediately. We don't want to get anyone uh, caught up in the history of matters. No, we want a constitution like the one Ted Cruz and his acolytes use. You know, the one you make up as you go along? You know, the one that uh, New Jersey's judges say, Oh, yeah, of course he's a constitutional. Oh, yeah, of course he is. Natural-born citizen. So I'm going to be talking to you about what I like to call the actual constitution. Uh, if you're not interested in, in that because you're a Cruz voter, I totally understand I would go listen to Glenn Beck and get the real Constitution, you know, the one that you guys have that you make up as you go along or take words and twist them, you know, and incorporate the Second Amendment. So it's, uh, it's in effect from here to the Ice World of Hoth and then through the Stargate and back in LV-426 where the aliens bleed hyaluronic acid for blood, et cetera, et cetera here. Look, if you want your own Constitution, and most of you do, just like many of you wish to be your own pope, your own bishop, your own priest, write your own magisterium, et cetera, et cetera. I would turn off right now. You are not going to want to hear this blistering critique of Congress's first attempt to tax directly and Taylor of Caroline's demolition, destruction of the argument made by the Solicitor General or by the uh, Attorney General of the United States. So the case went, uh, the Virginians basically told this Hilton guy, hey, man, fall on your sword. We need to stop this. We need to nip it in the bud, Andy. Nip it in the bud. So uh, the Virginians, uh, the Brain Trust of Virginia, Patrick Henry included, Taylor or Caroline included, basically told this Hilton guy, don't pay the tax. Let them sue you. When they sue you, we'll take them to court. And uh, hopefully we'll get a favorable hearing and we'll get Congress's power to tax smack down early on in the game. That was the plan. Well, it didn't work out <laughs> because Taylor lost the case. Here's some interesting trivia from the carriage tax argument. It, uh, the carriage tax argument was the one and only case argued in front of the Supreme Court by John Taylor of Caroline County. It was also the one and only case argued in front of the Supreme Court by Alexander Hamilton. Now, Hamilton did not argue against Taylor. The first hearing was not held in front of the Supreme Court in New York. New York City? Yep, New York City. Uh, it was held in Virginia, in a, in a circuit court in Virginia. But there were federal judges that were attending. Uh, when the case went all the way to the full Supreme Court, then it was argued by Edmund Pendleton. And, uh, of course, there's a lot to be said about Edmund Pendleton, and we talked about him, and uh, I've written extensively about Edmund Pendleton, one of the great founding fathers of Virginia. Um, and then that's when Hamilton argued the case in front of the Supreme Court in, uh, in New York. So what is Taylor's argument? Taylor's argument is that the Congress can't tax carriages, it can't tax whiskeys, 
It only has an excise uh, duty to tax. It can, only, it can only tax things in that are indirect. Now, this is something that's difficult to understand, so I'll try to explain it. What's, what's the difference between an indirect and a direct tax? Basically, best explanation I can give you is an indirect tax is a tax on something that is not a necessity. And that you may optionally purchase or trade in. A direct tax is something that is taxed that you cannot avoid using or trading or something to that effect. In other words, here's an example. If a Virginian was growing tobacco and uh, he was selling the tobacco, and that was his principal source of income for his farm. If you were to tax the tobacco, that would be a, a direct tax He can't he, he, because he cannot avoid it. He has to sell it at market. It has to go through the proper channels. It's a direct tax. If, though, he were, um, here another example. Let's say he was growing sugar cane. Same deal would apply if he tried to sell the sugar cane. But if he were taking the sugar cane and he were milling some of it and he were turning it into molasses, say, and then Congress tried to tax the molasses, the molasses would be an indirect tax because you don't have to make molasses out of the sugar. You can, but you don't have to. That's the best way to explain the difference between a direct and an indirect tax. Today, it doesn't matter. Everything is taxed. It doesn't matter if it's directly or indirectly. We, uh, here, we are tax, taxed directly through withholding taxes. That's a direct tax. You can't avoid it. You need your, for your, your, your employer. Uh, you need for him to write you a check or you need to write yourself a check. So it's something that you have, you have to have. Uh, uh, you wish for the accounting to be correct. The government says you have to report it to them. That is a direct tax. That, uh, Congress does not have, no, the 16th Amendment did not give them an, a direct taxing power. As a matter of fact, the people that have successfully argued in front of the courts that their incomes or their wages cannot be taxed have argued that it's a direct tax and Congress does not have the power to tax directly. Now, again, I know this is not the Glenn Beck. This is not the Ted Cruz version of the Constitution. This is the actual Constitution. This may bore some of you to tears. You may be screaming right now, Mr. Church, please. Nobody wants to hear about this. We want to know who's going to win New York. Is it going to be true Cruz or Trump, Mr. Church? Well, it's going to be Trump. So what? what, what is... Taylor's argument. Now, remember, our theme of the day is how's taxation with representation working out for you? Taylor's argument is that taxing the carriages in the first part of the sale directly is a direct tax. Hey, this is what I think is one of the best parts of the argument. See if this makes any sense today. By the way, our complaint line or our compliment line, it's a uh, telephone number that we have here that you can call. Remember, this is a live show. The Veritas Radio Network is live 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is live because it's a radio station. 
And as part of being a radio station that has live living being programming, uh, we offer listeners the opportunity to call in. I know it's a new thing. I know most people don't do it. But here is the telephone number. If you feel frisky. I feel in frisky area. 844-527-8723. If this carriage tax and the excise, so far as it taxes stills and liquor, kept and made simply and, extens and, and extensively for a man's own use, are to stand as expositors of the Constitution, this fundamental principle is gone forever. And, and, and he means that the fundamental principle that Congress only has a very limited power to tax. The excise is a precedent enabling Congress to intercept such a portion of a man's victuals, drink, and clothing, the fruits of his own manual labor, as they may think proper, and under that of the carriage tax, every other species of property is exposed. Of what avail is the principle of proportion, or in what manner is Congress controlled if a majority can select states and tax them exclusively, even up to famine or nakedness? If a majority can select states, uh, can select states and tax them exclusively, uh, uh, even up to famine or nakedness. If the burdens of government may, without apportionment, be imposed upon the rice and Indian corn of the South or the cider and fish of the North, which is internally consumed. If the tooth of government may bite unequally by the rule of its favor and partiality, a reference to the progress of excise of the excise in England will illustrate this insatiable construction. It commenced about a century past and has since glided along until it has mingled its position with almost every human enjoyment. Its ravages have already been and now listen to this. Okay, so he's saying that look, they said they were going to have a limited tax in, in England. And they lied. As soon as they granted the power of a parliament to tax directly and indirectly, the floodgates broke open. Listen, its ravages have already been ex extended to beer, ale, cider, parry, methylen, mead, strong water, aquavitae, coffee, chocolate, tea, sherbet, bear ribs, stoves. Soldiers, sailors, annuities, pensions, stipends, sergeants at law, counselors, advocates, physicians, Hang on. servants, dukes, marquis, earl, viscount, baron, baronet, knight, esquire, gentlemen of 300 pounds a year, ecclesiastics, and a 12D tax on poles. That's a P-O-L-L-S. Coles, bankers, lenders of money to government, officers and their de deputies, agents, clerks, secondaries, substitutes, ministers, lands, houses, parks, um, obases, warrens, woods, underwoods, coppices, siblings, fishings, tithes, tolls, 
personal estate, law proceedings, mum, vinegar, salt, vellum, parchment, paper, burials, births, marriages, bachelors, widowers, bottles, glass, cum uh, cinders, low wines, spirits, sweets, distillers, molasses. Yeah, I mentioned molasses. Brewers, verjuice, wash, tilts, yeast, sugar, wheat, rye, barley, beans, peas, bread, biscuit, meal, starch, oatmeal, uh, elbe, coconuts, cocoa paste, pictures, muffins, muslins, hawkers, peddlers, candles, money given with, us, with apprentices, leather, hops, hackney coaches, chairs, bills of lading, almanacs, wine and ale licenses, cards, dice, snuff, soap, pasteboard, mild boards, scale boards, silks, calcines, uh, calicos, linens, fluffs, stuffs, new writings, old writings, pamphlets, newspapers, advertisements, gold and silver wire, policies of insurance, marriage licenses, plate, herrings, profits, papists, victuallers, retailers of beer and ale, windows, lights, carriages, wine, tobacco, brandies, distilled spirits of every kind, hair power, powder, all artificial wines, sweets of every kind, malt, hops, advertisements, horses, attorneys, gloves, hats, shopkeepers, medicines, bills, receipts, partridges, etc., etc. And then Taylor writes, and this catalog is probably far short of the real number of articles exercised in England. As I have no opportunity of referring to the Acts of Parliament passed during the greater part of the reigns of George II and George III and era prolific in taxes. Hence, however, is exemplified the truth of the assertion that the rule of proportion is utterly defeated. If direct excises or direct duties are not embraced by it, because then it is obvious that Congress may tax up to the utmost extent of the national ability to pay without regarding it. Who then will break out into bitter lamentations if the Constitution of America shall have restrained the excess of a system which only promises to every man and to every species of property the same kind of mercy which Polyphemy proposed or promised to Ulysses? And if you don't know the story... Uh, Ulysses told Polyphemus, I actually had to look this up for a footnote when, uh, when we published this. Uh, Ulysses told Polyphemus, that's Cyclops, his name was No Man. In an effort to satisfy the beast's promise of a gift for this information, in return, Polyphemus promised to eat No Man last. It is worthy of the most attentive observation that the Constitution furnishes a clear limitation of its intention to compile direct excises in its general rule by having selected a capitation or poll tax as an example to which object the excise system had better been expressly applied in England, showing thereby that all direct taxes have ever dominated were subject to this control. 
Let it also be kept in mind that lands and personal estate, as well as human poles, have been crucified in England. It can never be credited that the English system was so much the object of our affection as that the great principle of representation and taxation should be a sacrifice to its loveliness as that the restriction designed to save it should fall and melt away before this political courtesan. Excises were but little understood, and I am justifiable in saying that they were but little relished. Their admission in any shape might have flowed from their consideration that otherwise large capitals employed in manufacturers might elude taxation. Now, I'm going to stop right here uh, because the argument uh, from there is very lengthy because uh, he takes up most of the second day. He gets two days to make this argument in front of the Supreme Court. And uh, you just heard uh, one part of the presentation, but you, I think you got the idea. And what Taylor and Caroline were saying, like, look, if you let these guys get away with this, here's a list of what they're going to tax in the future. And it's not limited by this list. I just ran out of things to say. Now, think about this. And remember, 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 today's theme is how is taxation with representation working out for you? 844-527-8723 is our telephone number. 844-5-CRUSADE. What was it that we were told um, in the Declaration of Independence about taxes and how the king of uh, Great Britain had so mightily and so heavily taxed the colonists? Well, you do know that before our revolutionary fathers bailed on uh, being part of the monarchical system and remaining colonies of England, you do know that the Parliament ultimately did repeal. It repealed the Townshend Act, it repealed the Stamp Act, and it repealed the Abominable Act, or the Abominable uh, uh, Tariff. Folks, we got to go. We'll continue right after this here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be.